0: County Sligo, you may have heard in our news yesterday. County Sligo has the highest rate of road fatalities per capita in Ireland uh, this year, according to new statistics. Uh, the, the county has recorded eight road traffic accidents, road traffic fatalities indeed, per 100,000 of the population this year, which is six times higher than the rate uh, last year. Uh, Overall, as a country, Ireland facing a 16% increase in rogue deaths for 2022, which is very, very worrying, indeed, despite all the uh, high-profile campaigns. The uh, detailed statistics uh, were compiled by the Irish Independent uh, with us in studio now is uh, Caroline McLaughlin who's partner at Callan Tansy Solicitors in Sligo, Ballina, Boyle, uh, Galway and Limerick. Uh, Caroline, good morning to you. Good morning. And, and thanks for joining us. They, they, they are worrying figures and it just brings home the fact that people need to be more than careful out there. Absolutely. I think
1: for any, any Sligo resident here in uh, the statistics yesterday, they're extremely alarming. We're looking at uh, an increase of sixfold uh, and looking back at the previous years uh, in 2020, there were two deaths in Sligo on our roads and in 2019 and 18 just one so it's sixfold fold um, in comparison to the last number of years and it is alarming uh, and I suppose it gives us an opportunity to reinforce the message of road safety um, and um, increased vigilance on our roads and driver behaviour I suppose has to be at the, at the forefront of any conversation um, that we have in relation to our roads uh, guard resources road conditions also as well but th- th- the main obligation is on us as road users, one alarming statistic I noted from the, the figures yesterday that almost half represents vulnerable road users. Um, yeah. So that's in relation to pedestrians, cyclists, uh, motorbikes, and also e-scooters. I saw, I saw on, on the list of, of figures. Um, and as drivers, you know, we have to be we have to be aware of their presence on our roads, make provisions, um, and to ensure as best as we can to avoid these types of accidents happening.
0: Yeah, there's all sorts of questions or um, suggestions coming in already as to, to why this is the case. Um, but I, again, it's maybe just taking our eye off the ball and not being as, as vigilant as, as perhaps we were in, in recent years.
1: Absolutely. I don't think there's any science to it. And I look at this every year in terms of the, the excellent statistics that come from the Road Safety Authority. And there's no rule. Um, you know. Alarmingly, last year during 2021, the highest number of accidents in the whole country occurred in August. Yeah. and we always think of the winter months. Absolutely. Um, yeah. There's there's so many elements and I suppose dealing with these cases and fatalities there's no one time when it's going to happen that we have to be vigilant all the time. Um I know incidents of the, the perfect summer's day. Um, when these things can happen, the sun can be as blinding and as dangerous as a cold winter morning. So it's just about a heightened vigilance and to know how vulnerable we are, um, You know, make provision, leave early. Speed obviously is, is a huge element as well in any of these accidents um, and seatbelts. From the statistics last year, I was alarmed to see that in 27% of fatalities, no seatbelts were being worn. And and that's just
0: shocking that that would be the case. In this day and age. And, you know, a lot of, many, many motors, if not the majority of them now, have dash cams, cameras, and so forth. But, um, which was which is advisable, I suppose absolutely
1: um, the 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 benefit of dash cam footage um across the board, even yeah. in, in personal injury actions, and I know that's a, a whole other debate for for another day, but the the availability of dash cam footage is fantastic. You know it deals with issues immediately and it provides great assistance to and Kona who are quite often looking for witnesses to come forward. And if there is dash cam footage, it's the best evidence you can get in any accident. So it certainly would be advisable uh, for road users to protect themselves and yeah. provide assistance to um, to the Guardian in carrying out their investigations.
0: Well, unfortunately, you know, when people are in, involved in any sort of accident, not least uh, one in which a fatality occurs,
1: <clears throat>
0: it can be very traumatic and, and stressful for people and they, they often aren't thinking clearly yeah. about what they have to do. So,
1: Absolutely. And I think, you know, for any family it's a massive trauma any death is a massive trauma but if it happens unexpectedly um, as a result of an accident and potentially as a result of someone else's wrongdoing it's very very difficult Uh, we try to adopt what we call a a trauma a trauma um, approach to when we deal with people we understand when they come in they probably have never stepped foot into a solicitor's office before um, and I suppose we try and understand their trauma and one of the first questions I like to ask is tell me about your loved one you know, they're not just the topic of a file. Who were they? What were they about? What were they interested in? Um, and to try and understand to some extent what they may be feeling and to try and just, you know, do our best for that person um, and to get facts. If so many unanswered questions. They come in and say, we don't know. We don't know where the person was going. We don't know what happened. You know, it's so many unanswered questions and it's about getting those answers. And that's mostly what people want. They say, you know, we just want to know what happened. We want to know who was there with them. Um, were they helped? Were they alone? You know, yeah. these are all the things that make such a difference in terms of, of coping with the bereavement.
0: Okay. Well it can be to say very traumatic because I'm sure you've come across cases where you have to deal with people who've witnessed witnessed such accidents.
1: Absolutely and witnessing an accident alone is a a very difficult situation and to know what to do um, in that situation and depending on the circumstances that may cause an injury to a person themselves by coming across um, a situation that they can't put out of their mind it's very traumatic obviously in, in all these situations we have to um, pay tribute to the emergency services and the guard who deal with this hands-on day in day out, um, and it's a, a very difficult situation for them. So, if anyone is involved in a road traffic accident, and particularly with a fatality, um, you know it is important to to make your presence known to the guards and provide whatever assistance um, to be there with the person until the emergency services arrive. You know, it's such a it, it's such a, a vulnerable time for somebody, and and could be their last moments. And you know, yeah. to, for any family to know that their loved one is supported. It is a huge um, is a huge sense of comfort.
0: Yeah, and there is support out there, lots of support.
1: Absolutely, there's various support groups, um, to include Park, uh, who are behind, um, I suppose, uh, pushing these statistics um, in the lead-up to Christmas, and also the Irish, Victim, Irish Road Traffic Victims uh, Association. So there are supports there. Um, obviously, all our GPs and medical advisors are, are there to support families in these situations as well, um, and also to obtain legal advice if that that is necessary, to get support through dealing with an inquest, which is a very difficult procedure yeah. for any family um, to fix yeah, it can be
0: very traumatic, as, as we know, inquests. Yeah. Uh, but but it is necessary, and they are necessary.
1: Absolutely, and it's yeah. necessary to establish the the, the cause and, and and to get answers to the questions that people want to know. And it can take time to get to get to that stage. And um, so to, to to assist families through that process and to support them along the way.
0: Okay, but un- unfortunately, people do find themselves in these circumstances and. They have to do and go through this, yeah, unfortunately, absolutely. for all the right reasons.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose the the dealing with the formality of it as well is difficult. So, um, and it, it's always the most normal situation. So somebody's going about their day to day business. They get that call. They're suddenly into dealing with guards, dealing with solicitors, dealing with inquests, and it's you know all from from a very simple, perhaps a very simple incident, and perhaps a situation where their loved one was completely completely innocent and did nothing uh, wrong at all so it's the i suppose from from here these cases it's the it's the, the the simple way that these accidents can happen and sometimes you can't do anything my my father always told me when I learned to drive uh, it was a great a source of great frustration to me it's not you it's who you meet yeah, yeah. and yeah. that was something that is
0: absolutely right it about it is that. so
1: true it's it's yeah. everyone else so all we can do is to protect other people by you know adapting our driver behavior, being respectful, courteous to other road users um, and to knowing that we're all vulnerable.
0: okay, as to say, lots of suggestions coming in as to maybe why these uh, these numbers have increased this year and people want your opinions and X, y or Z, which you don't have to give your opinions on it, but they're saying that you know there's not enough people wearing reflective clothing, people on cycling who are not. Wearing, uh, having the proper lighting on their bicycles and so forth, a lot more people jogging. I don't know if there are factors yeah, or there's not. There's lots but of
1: things we can do and I suppose we, we all have to protect ourselves. We've all come across instances of maybe, you know, not being able to see pedestrians as, as much as we would like to or cyclists. There's also driver behaviour of driving yeah. too fast and other, other acts as well. So I think we all have to, you know, it's a combined effort of all road users. That's so important. Um, you know, August being a high number last year, you know, there's an issue, obviously there's an issue every with tourists you know we're all on roads we're not familiar with we have maybe visitors from other countries who are used to driving on the other side of the road and that's a massive um that's a massive yeah. risk for everybody so we just have to do whatever whatever we can do to make ro- using the roads safer for everybody and to get this number down. It's not a statistic we want in Sligo in our community. Um, and I suppose in having this conversation, we have to send our sympathies to, to all of those six families who are dealing with this during 2022.
0: Caroline, thanks uh, for coming in this morning. That's uh, Caroline McLaughlin, partner at Cal and Tansy Solicitors in Sligo, uh, Ballina, Boyle, Galway and Limerick. And she certainly has started a conversation, I can tell you, this morning. Sean says, good morning, Nile. I'm sick and tired of hearing about the motorists being responsible for our major road accidents. I believe it's time the focus on the condition of some of our roads is looked at. If the authority is responsible for maintenance of our roads, were held to the same standards as the motor vehicle owners, I believe they would face significant criticism for the poor conditions of some of our roads, and not just secondary roads. But some of our main roads, for example, in our own area, are the N15, N16, and the road from Boyle to Roscommon and on to Athlone. They're simply not fit for purpose.